With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano. And you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks on 365 Sportscast Radio Network. Hey, Chris, how's it going? It is going well. You like our new intro? Isn't our new intro really cool? Our new intro is very cool. I do love Mike Madonna. So we are, I don't know, like less than two weeks away from an actual uh, season. How's it feel? You excited? It feels like it should have started a long time ago. Winter is know, way right? more sad when hockey's not playing. It's just dark and <laughs> cold and nothing happens. Yeah, no joke. Uh, hockey is so much fun to talk about. And boy, have we needed it, uh, especially this year. And uh, 2020 has given us some good news. So, all right, Chris, so we're going to get it. We're going to dive into some of the stuff that we got going on. We're going to talk about, uh, for those of you that have been living under a rock, we're going to show you all uh what the season's gonna look like we're gonna give you all some details about that um there's some interesting line combinations that are kind of happening at uh training camp so we're gonna talk about that as well and then uh we're gonna look at the central division and we're gonna see what the standings are gonna look like at the end of the season and where we think that's gonna end up with so anyways let's just start with how this season is gonna look like so uh Back on December 20th, the NHL released a statement on NHL.com, and they finally decided to let us all know what the heck was going on. So here's how the NHL season is going to look like. It's not going to be a full 82 games. It's just going to be 56 games, and it's going to start January 13th, kind of like what we already mentioned. It's going to be less than two weeks, and it's going to end around May 8th. So... It's a little bit different times, but still, you know, normally the season ends about the beginning of April, maybe mid-April, depending on the year. Yeah, But uh, I, this is going all the way to May. Yeah, I like the games. I mean, 56, of course, is shorter, so we don't like that. But, I mean, it's still long enough to feel like a full season. And hopefully, after this year, we can get back on track with the normal start times following the this next off season. hopefully. Right, so there were a lot of uh, challenges that the NHL had to face with coming up with this schedule, uh, just with you know the travel restrictions, uh, COVID guidelines that had to be followed. Uh, you know, Canada's a little bit more you know strict about their guidelines than maybe yeah, down the in international Texas. border. <laughs> right, so Those are tough to cross during pandemics for some reason. Hmm. So the training camps actually started for the seven teams that did not make the playoffs. They started actually December 31st. So right in the thick and thin of the world junior championships. Yeah. And those guys went like, cause we, we stopped in March. So they went like nine months without playing a single game of hockey. That's kind of nuts. That sucks for those That's fan bases. crazy. Too. I would have hated that. Well, then again, they were probably also tired of watching terrible hockey, so they might have been happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, wait, what What are those teams? Let's see if we can think of those off the top of our heads because I, uh, I didn't write this down. Okay, I know it's the three California teams. So 
uh, Anaheim, L.A., and San Jose. Then Buffalo. Detroit. Detroit, Ottawa. And one more. New Jersey Devils. New Jersey, that's right. We did it. We only had to look up one team. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So those teams got to start a couple days early, get a couple extra days of training camp in, uh, which is nice for them. But, yeah. So that really sucks for them. And I'm sure their fan bases are excited to see their teams, even if they are sucky. Yeah, a three-day head start doesn't really seem fair to the other teams that got to play the whole off or a whole postseason, but whatever. Right. Yeah, we only went anything at this point. Yeah, we've only gone what since uh I think it was September twenty eighth was when we lost the cup. So it's only been about three months. It hasn't really been that long. So about a general off season for, for the stars and for the Tampa Bay Lightning, which is nice for us. Uh but not so much for everybody else. Okay, so uh I'm just going to read straight from the article from the NHL uh, website about how the playoffs are going to work. So, under the agreement, the Stanley Cup playoffs will feature 16 teams in a best-of-seven, four-round format and conclude around mid-July with the plan of returning to a normal hockey calendar for the 2021-2022 season and the regular season beginning in October. So... There's a specific reason why they want to end in mid-July. Do you know why that is? Well, I just said it so we can play hockey in October again. Right. That's part of I it. I got but... the reading comprehension down, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but the, what they don't mention in, the, in that uh, paragraph in the explanation is what comes in mid-July. The Olympics. Oh, So dude. the Olympics are coming back. So obviously there is no way that the NHL is going to be able to compete with the Olympics for two weeks. There's not a chance. Yeah, so but, uh, they need to they need to finish by July 15th it was their goal to end. So that's why uh, they're, they're wanting to end mid-July. And uh, they're ending the season about May 8th. And the original plan actually was to start the playoffs around like June 1st was the basic idea. But... Uh, if we learned anything from watching the NFL season and, you know, specifically watching the Broncos start a uh, practice squad receiver as their starting quarterback. That was amazing. <laughs> DCV. Yep. Uh, you need to leave some time to make up games. So they've left themselves almost a little less than a month to, you know, re- reschedule games if they need to. So that's one of the good things. Okay, now here's one of the uh, interesting things and probably the most interesting thing about uh, this. So the games will be within realigned divisions only, including a division of the seven teams based in Canada. Uh, In reaching agreement on the format for the 2021 season, the NHL and the NHLPA determined that the ongoing closure of the United States-Canada border required realignment and also sought to minimize travel as much as possible by shifting to exclusively interdivisional play. So, what does that mean, Chris? More rivalries! Yeah, exactly. Yes! So, now, here's the interesting thing about this. Uh, these. So, when they were doing all these divisions, and we were watching all this stuff happen on Twitter about, like, oh, are the Stars going to be in the West, or are they going to be in this so-called Central Division, which is not really Central. Or, you know, is Minnesota going to go over here and St. Louis going to go over here and stuff like that? And it was just all such a cluster and all this other stuff. Yeah, we thought we were going to the West, and I was getting real upset about the 9 o'clock start times already. And I was getting Mm -hmm. mentally prepared about it, but I'm so happy we're in the Central instead. (laughs) Well, how how do you think that St. Louis and Minnesota fans feel now? Now they got stuck with the the 9 o'clock times. Oh, they, so, they should go to a Stanley Cup playoff and then they can get what they want. <laughs> I think the late I think the latest time that we have is actually our own times. I think it's the seven thirty is like the latest start time lovely. we have for any of these games. Which is amazing. I know, I love that it. That sounds lovely. So like uh it. so that means that you're only gonna play the teams that are within your division. So the 
And because of the pandemic, the borders closed. And then every time that a team would go, like a United States team would go play a Canada team, they would have to quarantine for two weeks before they played the game. <laughs> which would work. <laughs> right. Which would not work. That would be, I, I think that season would take like, what, five years? Something like that? Yeah, something like that. So, so uh, it sucks for the Canadian division. The the travel they're going to have to go through. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, like, like specifically Vancouver? Like, that's going to suck for Vancouver, having to fly all the way, all the way across to, like, uh, Toronto and Ottawa and Montreal. And yeah, but I that, think going to suck. For a pure hockey fan standpoint, I think it's going to be awesome, though. Just watching the Canadian fans go at each other for a whole season, <laughs> that's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, there's going to be a lot of fun uh, fun little matchups in there. So with this 56-game matchup, that means that out of the eight teams in each division, each team is going to play all the other teams seven times seven in the three times. U.S. Seven times <laughs> in the U.S. divisions. And then in the Canadian division, there's only seven teams. So they're going to play each other nine or ten times. So the So Calgary and Edmonton, the Battle of Alberta, they're going to have it 10 times. That is freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, that, that's going to lead to some very scrappy, gross, and fun to watch hockey, I think. That's going to be so fun. Oh, man, it's going to be awesome. Okay, now, what this also does is that normal teams that wouldn't play against each other in the Stanley Cup final may end up playing against each other in the Stanley Cup final. So when you think about it, Yeah, there Toronto, could be two it, Western Conference teams playing against each exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so, so it... it so it could be like uh, Vancouver and Vegas, or it could be like two Eastern teams, like uh, Pittsburgh and uh, Tampa Bay, or something yeah. like that. that. That would, would be, be weird. That would be very weird. So it, it opens up all these uh, avenues for these things to happen. All right, and then uh, so let's talk uh, about. I don't think anything else about this really matters. So. Uh, well, real quick, just this whole like only playing within your division thing. I think it's going to be really fun to watch. Like for one season, I wouldn't want this to be like an every time thing, but just as an experiment, I think it's going to be really awesome. I mean, we're going to have debates between divisions of which division is better, and those aren't going to be settled until playoffs. It 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 could lead to some really some really cool stories happening, and I'm really excited for a weird season, but I think it'll be I fun. Know. I know this is going to be interesting. This is, I mean, and especially with the, the pandemic and everything, uh, this is something exciting to get excited about. This is something new. So uh, when they first came, I'm going to tell you guys the divisions and who's in what division. Cause just so you can follow along um, when they first released these, these divisions, I was kind of upset. It's cause I was really hoping that they would come up with something a little bit more creative for their names. <laughs> rather than northwest central and east because these divisions especially yeah, the central, it is not a central division <laughs> they should have called it south it would have been the exact same <laughs> right but uh recently with the uh, sponsorship deals uh that that's explained why that that was that was doing that uh the hockey guy uh, on youtube was the one that kind of got me on that idea i was really excited as like oh, maybe this could be like a, the Gretzky division and then this one over here can be the Gordie Howe division or whatever. And But I understand now why they didn't. Get more money, more revenue opportunities. We'll talk about that later. Okay, anyways, I'm just going to go through this really quick. Uh, in the four divisions, there's the North Division, a.k.a. the Canadian Division. So that's Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, Winnipeg. Which in that's, the just, West division, that's just all the Canadian teams. Right, that's all the Canadian yeah. teams. Uh, in the West Division, you have Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Los Angeles, Minnesota, San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. Goodbye, Colorado. I'm so right. happy we don't have to play them. <laughs> I know, right? So the o the only time we will see them, possibly, is in the semifinals of the playoffs, or in the finals of the playoffs. I think depends on it depends on how they reseed at yeah. the end of the at the end of the stuff. That's anyway, a whole other story. <laughs> in the not so central central division. Uh, we have Carolina, huh? Uh, Chicago, okay, that makes sense. Columbus, okay, maybe. Dallas, definitely central. Detroit, maybe central. I mean, Florida, definitely not central. <laughs> uh, Nashville, definitely 
probably central, even though they're central to central time zone. And then definitely not central Tampa Bay. So I think this is the first time in history that the Stanley Cup champions and the Stanley Cup finalists are in the same division. Think about that. And yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> I mean, there's no possible way it could have happened. And that makes me think of why maybe the Stars went to this division rather than the West division. Because for a while, it looked like us and Minnesota were going to flip-flop, in, or us and St. Louis, one of the two. And St. Louis was going to go to this division, and we were going to go to the West. So, and, and depending on how you look at this, it may or may not be in our favor. It really just depends, right? Um, and then uh, before we get to that, I'm getting ahead of myself. The last division, the East Division, Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, New Island, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington. That is an absolute like uh, division of death right there. I mean, when you think about that. Uh, yeah, well, the Metro was anyway, and it's mostly Metro teams in that one. Yeah. And it's like, is Buffalo? I don't think Buffalo's in the Metro, right? I, th- I think that's one of the outliers. And then I, I don't think, well, maybe the, all these other teams are in the Metro Division. Yeah, I think so. They're in the Metro Division. I can't, I can't remember. Okay. Anyways, so uh, let's talk about the Central Division uh, with our, our next little topic. And let's talk about where we think uh, the Stars are going to end up and where we think the rest of these teams in the Central Division are going to end up. And I, I literally did a YouTube video on this like about like three weeks ago when I found I thought the stars were gonna be in the West Division with Colorado and Vegas and stuff like that. And now and then, it's like and, it, and now and then like three days later they changed it. I'm like, well crap. And I was too lazy to take it off, so I just left it. Whatever. Okay, so anyways, so we've got Carolina, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Detroit, Florida, Nashville. Tampa Bay. Okay. So let's start with our number eight seed, who we think is going to end up at the bottom. And I think we have a general consensus on this one. Who do we think is going to end up eight? Detroit. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> they had like they, the worst season, like in NHL history almost. <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely in the salary cap era. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I love, I love Detroit. And... No, we don't. No. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, specifically, I do. Nobody else does. Chris hates Detroit. No, Everybody I hate else. Detroit, and I'm glad to see that they suck. <laughs> <laughs> they did go to the playoffs like 20-plus times in a row, so that's kind of not fair. Yeah, Detroit. <laughs> okay. All right, so all right. So that's the, I, I agree with you there. That there's I don't see Detroit. It, it's going to be a couple years before they finally start getting there. Although Steve Eiserman is their general manager now. And he was the one that put the Stanley Cup uh, team together in Tampa Bay that destroyed us. So, yeah. <laughs> so, watch out for the, the Red Wings and, you know, give no, them like five, six, no. seven years. <laughs> That's a lot of years. <laughs> hey, 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 I, hey, I backed it up. I waited and I waited. <laughs> like five, six, seven. It's not going to be two or three. It's going to be a while. So, anyways. Okay, so, all right, number seven. Anyways, number seven. Who do you got for number seven? Chicago. Yep, I'm gonna agree with you there. I got Chicago at number seven as well. Yeah. I mean they're in they're in a full I wouldn't call it like a rebuild I quite yet because they I mean, whenever you have Patrick Kane, it's never a rebuild. They're they're but, like when uh, the Rangers were like holding on to Beltre and Elvis and stuff and like they weren't really winning, but they didn't <laughs> want to get rid of the guys because they loved them. And they're they're just kinda hanging around making money, I think. <laughs> so Right. And I think that uh, I, I agree with you. I, I definitely agree with you. I think Chicago is in that. And, you know, I think they have like three years, like to, you know, get their young guys up there and pushing them and stuff like that. Although I might have had them at number six uh, under the, the team that I have at number six. But guess who they lost? They lost Kirby Doc. <laughs> To at the World Junior Championship, and I don't know if you saw the the picture of his wrist on uh, on Twitter, but it was disgusting. No, and I avoid pictures guy. like that. Yeah, I mean, I can I can handle I can handle blood and you know bodily fluids and disgusting stuff like that, but bodily a broken fluids. bone. Yeah, I know. Bow, spit. Anyway, 
Um, and then, uh, but like broken bones and stuff like that, and like you know, like contortionists and stuff. Yeah. Like, I, no, I can't stand no, contortionists. No. That, that makes my body cringe. I can't do it. So like anytime they're on like America's Got Talent or something like that, I can't stand it. I will not watch it. Yeah, I just don't watch America's Got Talent because it sucks. It used to be good. No, it used to be good. Welcome to the Stars uh, Podcast, where we talk about America's Got Talent. Um, and then not not only did they lose Kirby Doc, but they also look like uh, they're going to be without uh, Jonathan Taves for a period of time. And I don't care how old he is; he's still Jonathan Taves. So that's two players out of their top six that are out. So I think that's going to hurt them tremendously. All right. Anyway, number six. Uh, I'll, I'll say Nashville because I think they're going to keep getting worse. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. So this this is our first disagreement. I actually have Florida here. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. That was that's gonna be my next my next guy. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I was between Florida and Nashville, but I feel like Florida's on the up and Nashville's on the down, so I switched them. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, Florida is. Uh, I've got Florida at six just because they, they were all hyped up last year. And they looked like a great team on paper. And, like, Bobrovsky was supposed to be that last little thing that they threw in there to make them a cup contender. And, dude, did Bobrovsky, like, suck it up. And the team did not follow. And then they lost Adonoff. They lost Hoffman. And they just lost a lot of players. So, yeah. and, you know, there's all the those things about uh, the, the Panthers trying to cut money and save money and their budget's uh, lower now, excuse me. So I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah, that, that's uh, all true. But I feel like just it takes them maybe even just meshing better this season because like they still look decent in that extended playoff that we had. But yeah, I, not I feel really. they're on the upswing though. Like they've got guys, and if those guys can figure out where they fit into this team, I feel like they can play a lot better. Although uh, it, it's worth noting that the two goaltender prospects in the gold middle game for the World Juniors are both Florida Panther prospects. So that's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Good job. Okay. Anyway, uh, number five. Who do you have at number five? Uh, wait, I said Nashville last, right? Right, you said Nashville. Yeah, I got so Florida, got Florida now. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> okay, I, I've, got, uh, I've actually got Nashville here. Yeah, so, so we just flipped them. Yeah, yeah, we just flipped them. <laughs> so I, I think we we have a general consensus on who's going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. So in all, in these new divisions, the top four teams make the playoffs, and then for the quarterfinals for the playoffs, one plays four, two plays three. So, uh, best team plays the fourth uh, seeded team, second and third play each other. Um. So who is your number four? Columbus. Really? Yes. I think Columbus is going to sneak in. Don't hate me. You're putting Dallas I'm going to say there. Dallas. Wow. Nasty. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, if if we had... I, I'm just... Uh, and maybe I'm being very skeptical because of the season that's about to happen. But when you don't have your number one center and your number one goaltender that hurts a ton. And I know we still have Dobby and he's great and everything, but with a condensed schedule like this and the way that the schedule is, which I'll mention that in a second, how that's going to go, you're going to need two goaltenders to do well in this tournament. And you know what? Maybe I'll, I'm completely wrong. And Ottinger turns up to be like a solid backup on his way to become the yeah, star. Yeah, you're completely wrong. Star. But uh, I, I'm just very skeptical at this point. I do understand. So, I do understand the skepticism because you need to be good faster, right? So we don't have time to kind of figure things out without Bishop and Sagan. But I, I feel like we've got the guys behind us. I mean, that was our biggest strength in the playoffs was our depth. We were demolished and we were still beating teams. So right, I think you make fair points, but I think Dallas's depth is going to show, and that we have just such good players that we don't even have on we didn't even have on the roster last season so right now at the de, at the defense 
depth depth wise for the stars is ridiculous. I mean, we have so much depth there; it's insane. You're always and gonna have somebody good like, to bring back up, right? Exactly. So, like, if Taylor Fernoon gets hurt, who gets brought up? Joel Hanley. Oh, yeah. You mean the guy Great. that scored a goal in the, in the Stanley Cup final? Yeah, that guy. We like that guy. <laughs> and then, like, uh, I, I know you don't like Honka, but if we need a puck moving defenseman, well, defenseman, Honka's there. Honk. He's he could be NHL quality, but he's just a loser. He's a loser right now. <laughs> I, I really, I really hope that he does really freaking well. Because can you imagine if we had like it? Let, let's say that Honka meets that that you know quality of what he was expected to be as a first round pick. Well, so if that happened, that would have, be stupendous. Right. So you have Kleinberg and Lindell as your first pairing, maybe one A, and then you've got Alexiak and uh miro the hero as your 1b pairing because i mean they both play pretty evenly and then your third pairing is sekura and honka yeah that wouldn't be fair how great is that yeah that wouldn't be how that great is be that fair. that is so awesome <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you have taylor fadoon and joel hanley as your yeah, backup and they're both not playing or sykes sykes not playing either <laughs> yeah oh that's the other thing i forgot about him and you know he uh, Nil wouldn't go out and get him if he thought that he wasn't going to be in the in the lineup. So. Oh, he's in the lineup, definitely. Dang. So, all right. So, all right. So let's talk about. Uh, that was our number four, right? Yeah. Did we talk about. Yeah, that was number four. Yeah, okay. you're a traitor. Continue. So. <laughs> all right. So number four was that. All right. So who's your number three? Carolina. Carolina. I think they are, they're like the stars in a in, in 2010. Like 2010 yeah. was the stars' best season, and they didn't get past the conference final. And and that team, it just felt like they couldn't ever break into cup contention. They were just always make the playoffs, maybe win a series, lose, or or in that case, we won two series and then we lost. But they just right. feel like a good team that there's no path for them to become a great team. Which is really right. sad because I like Carolina. Yeah, there's like a bromance between the 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 Hurricanes and the Stars Twitter account. I had that before the Stars <laughs> Twitter account did it. I loved Carolina. That's Man, true. Yeah, you, you they've did, been my did. Eastern Conference team for forever. Right, and now we have to play them eight times. No, seven times. Seven times. Yeah, that's sad. We're gonna have to. Beat I know, them. right? Poor guys. I know. So, all right. So, I've actually got. Uh, I've actually got Columbus at three. Yeah, that's what I had at four. And uh, the reason is is because I seriously underestimated them last year. I didn't even think they were gonna make the playoffs or even like do halfway as well as they did. And I I thought with I mean I mean just like everybody else did, you know they lost all those players. They lost Panarin. He went to the Rangers. They lost Bobrovsky. He went to Florida. And they were fine. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what makes them better, though, than they were last year? Because last year, if you if you don't count the five-game series, they still didn't win a series. Their, their experience that they got in the uh, COVID playoffs really helps them, I think. Mm. And then when you have – and then here is what they have that the Stars don't right now. They have two capable goaltenders who – you can replace one with the other, and they will both do fantastic. They've got Merce Lincolns, and they've got Corpus Allo. Okay? That's just something that the Stars don't have. And as soon as Bishop comes back, you know, maybe we knock them out of their out of that third spot. But I've got them at three just because Bishop will be out for so long. Eh, I think Ottinger's going to be great. I've been wanting this guy to come up into the league for forever. So I have high hopes for Ottinger, and that might be clouding my judgment. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think the stars are still better than them. All right. So number two, let me guess what your number two is. It's Dallas. Stars. Yeah. yeah, I figured. <laughs> Cause Tampa's still broken. And like, what, what's happening with their salary cap? They have more, they have more money than they're allowed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not allowed. So I don't know what's well, happening with that, but they, now you could say they got extremely lucky with how uh, how it happened with everything, but uh, they made some 
they made some weird stuff to do to get under the cap. Yeah, they so first they off, named Kucherov. <laughs> they right. did it on purpose. <laughs> right, yeah. Kucherov is uh, out for the time being. He's on LTIR, so he's Good for the season, right? Oh, is he, it is for is it for the season? That's what I I might that might be some bull crap, but you know that's what I heard on the on now, the Reddit and the and the, and the Twittergrams. Now here's the sucky part about that is that that's for the season, that's not for the playoffs. So the in the playoffs the salary cap doesn't count. Oh yeah, they can come back. So he could come back in the playoffs. Now that would be an awkward time to come back because he might not have the conditioning needed to be in the playoffs, but. Hey, I mean, if you he's can score Nikita. a goal. You're going out there, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so that so that all of that happening, but uh, and then they made a trade. Uh, who, who did they trade trade with? Might have been with Ottawa, and they it. traded some assets out, and they got back. Uh, oh, Anders Nilsson and Marian Gabrick. <laughs> Marion Gabrick's not playing anymore, and neither is Anders Nilsson. So basically, <laughs> so basically they, they took all their money and they dumped it on top of another team. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, they're That's like, "Hey, happened. we'll take we'll take those two players who cost a lot of money, uh, a lot of money in cap space. We'll put them on L- LTIR so it doesn't count against us, and then we'll give you all we'll give you these uh, players so that uh, you know." As a thank you, basically. Yeah, there's some shenanigans going on here. Hey, you do what you do to get under the cap, because otherwise you, you're not allowed to play. So, anyway, that was insane. So, uh, well, I, my my number two is Carolina. And the I, I love their forward depth. Uh, now, the only thing I, I, I did not like is they there was some, I think it might have been on Twitter or maybe it was on Facebook. They had like a NHL thing as like which player is gonna be better, uh, Natchez or Garyanov, or like which one's gonna score more points or whatever. And everybody was raving about Natchez, and I was just like, Gary scored four goals in a game against Calgary. You know, yeah, no big deal. No. <laughs> okay, Nobody fine. Cares. Yeah. Okay, fine. He'll be underrated, and he'll surprise like, you. I, I, I don't understand your comment about forward depth, though. Like. Their forward depth is nowhere near the stars. Okay, no, that's not true. We could have a fifth line and we could roll it with all the other four and we would be fine. We would be great, actually. Okay, now hold on. Let me pull this up because I'm going to pull it up. Now, off the top of my head, Svechnikov. Well, Svechnikov. you going to name their top forwards? Me- well, yes. That's, Go to that's the bottom. Hold on, I, I'm I'm pulling up their 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 team. Okay, you can chill. Go to the bottom okay. of their team. Okay, so okay, so there's a lot of good players on this team. Okay, so their first line and and these three guys are going to play together for a long time. You got Tavo Teravine and, and Andrei Svechnikov and. Uh, uh, where is he? Aho, Sebastian Aho. Those three guys. Holy crap! That is a scary first line. That is something the stars don't have. Well, right, right now, because we don't have our Sagan. Exactly. It, but you said depth. You said depth. Depth is not scary first line. Depth is good fourth <laughs> line. Tell me about okay. the fourth line. Okay. They've also got Nino Niederreier. They've also got Brock McGinn. No, we're going to keep Jody talking Paul. about the second line. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go to the depth. I uh, don't want to tell <sighs> Chris Okay. My and then, okay, fine. Okay, fine. I'll, 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 I'll leave their forwards alone. What about their defense? Our defense is the best blue line in the league. Okay, I will agree with that. But yeah, they still they still have a good defense. Their forwards are better than our forwards, and their defense Whoa, rivals I, our. Ah, uh, no, they're not. Okay, let me throw you some names. Jacob Slavin. Uh, that, well, that kid's that good. Ah, uh, you said depth. You said he, depth. I let me finish. I let me finish. He is one of star power. Shut up! 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 Thank you. Okay, I'm talking. Jacob Slavin is one of the most underrated defensemen in the league. 
And then, uh, and then, okay, here's the rest of the names. You got Brady Shea, Brett Pesci, uh, Dougie Hamilton, Jake Gardner, who Toronto fans absolutely hate. Then you got an up-and-coming Jake Bean. I mean, that's just their – and then Hayden Flurry. So, I mean, this whole decor looks scary. Okay. Now, the only thing I will say is their uh, goaltending is kind of eh, kind of like ours right now. Normally, our goaltending is much better than theirs. But their goaltending is Peter Morazic and James Reimer. So, goal, like uh, goaltender-wise, they're not as strong as the Stars when Bishop comes back. But right now, it's a it's about the same. So, and they can score at will. The Carolina Hurricanes can. So that really makes me scared, and that's why I'm putting them at two. And then their defense is good enough to keep the puck out of their own net, and then that means that Morazic and Reimer don't really have to try as hard. I'm just, I'm just mad you put them above the stars. Like our our defense is so much better. Hudobin <laughs> is so great. Our depth is better. You don't know what forward. depth means. You don't know what forward depth means. <laughs> J- Justin Dowling, Jason Robertson, Nick Kamano, Lo- Joel L. Esperance. I don't know how to say his name. That's <laughs> a good freaking hockey player. <laughs> You know what depth means. We could we could roll a fifth line and we would be fine. <laughs> and we don't have Tyler Sagan. All right. So talk right, about depth. Talk about our defense. Goodness. <laughs> uh, you fourth is ridiculous. Everybody, I have made Chris my brother mad. I apologize, Chris. Yeah, you made the people mad too. They're all on my <laughs> side. I already know it. Do you still love me or no? No, I hate you. Continue. No, no, <laughs> I hate you. All right. Um, okay, so then obviously that leaves number one as Tampa Bay, right? I think the Stars can contend with Tampa Bay. Uh, you're, um, <laughs> you're, you're calling us some bull crap. I think Tampa's the best team in the league still, and I think they deserve to win the Stanley Cup, even if they didn't have any injuries and we had all of them. But yeah, they're a good I think hockey there's, team. I, I think there's one team that's better than Tampa Bay. Who Colorado? do you think that is? Colorado, definitely. We beat the pants off Colorado. With their third string goaltender in net, and their third string goaltender won two games. <laughs> two out of three. What All we had to do team. was one. Oh, they've got the <laughs> McKinnon. Okay. All right. So, I like right, how so I let, talk let, about McKinnon like like the Avengers talk about Hulk. And they're like, we have a Hulk. <laughs> and I'm like, they have a McKinnon. <laughs> like, McKinnon. Why can't we have a McKinnon? Like, we had a Jamie Benn at one point, but now that's gone. I miss oh, old that's Jamie Benn. I miss Hulk That's Jamie Ben. He he's gonna have to show up this year. Yeah, oh, hold on. Well, we you're getting ahead of yourself. We'll we'll talk about the training camp here in a second. Okay. All right. So just a recap. Just a recap of the Central Division. Okay. Recap your yours real quick. Ah oh, shoot! I don't know. Hold on one second. I gotta <laughs> pull it up. Okay. Here it is. Okay. Detroit is at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Followed by Chicago. Followed by Nashville. Followed by Florida. So they're all the guys that are out. And then in fourth, I have Columbus. Then in third, I got Carolina. Then in second slash first, I have Dallas. And then in first <laughs> slash second, I have Tampa okay, Bay. <laughs> I think there's a little bias there. No, they can contend with Tampa Bay. We had all our guys out in the play and in, in this in the finals, and we had Hudobin playing, and we still took them to six games. Right. Now hold nutty. on. Here here at the one of the reasons why I didn't want to put the stars nutty. as first is uh, there's a very specific reason. Well you put them at How fourth, many, so I'm sure there's several. I, I, I know, but the, the reason I didn't put them at first is because if you it's a very superstitious thing with me, and I went back and looked this up. Think well, about you can't this. Say the superstition. How many, well, how many teams who have been the best team in the league have won the Stanley Cup. Uh Tampa Bay did it last year. So there's one. No, they weren't the best team in the in the regular season. By the time the playoffs rolled around, most people figured that they were the best team. They had a rocky start and they were like shooting up the standings. Okay, but who was the best team? Boston. Technically, Boston was it was Boston. Yes, but we are not. We don't have to be the best team. We have to be the best team in the Central. Right. So that way we can beat the but- hands off Columbus. 
All right. All right. Here's here's my recap. Uh, eight Detroit, seven Chicago, uh, sixth. Uh, did I say Florida? Yeah, six. Yeah, six. I said Florida. Florida. You don't and believe. I don't believe in Florida. Sorry, Florida fans. That I no no Florida fans are listening to this anyways. Uh, fifth is Nashville. Fourth is Dallas. Third is Columbus. Second is Carolina. First is Tampa Bay. That's what I've got for my stuff. And Chris is rolling his eyes at me as he does this. So that's how we think the uh, Central Division is going to end up Chicago, Columbus this season. Whatever. Okay? And then not so Central, Central Division. And actually, I think the cor- who who's the corporate sponsor for the Central Division? Is it Honda? I think it's Honda. I think it is. The Honda Central the Division. Honda Central Division. Right, yeah. Okay. Okay, now it's time for our two segments of the week. Yay! You want to go first or yeah, you want have, me to go we first? We have segments now. So, you want to go first or me? Uh, I don't care. You pick. What What order did you put down? Okay, I'm going to go I'm going to go first cuz I I was really excited about about this and I watched the game. So, the, this is Ryan's shining stars of the week. The shining stars of the week are Drumble The USA World Junior Champions. Heck yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, I like that Charles <laughs> Gay sound after that. Yeah, we need some sound effects in that. Anyways, so the with uh, the play of uh, Trevor Zagras, who is an Anaheim prospect, thank God he's in the West Division. Yeah. He's probably going to play for the Ducks this year. And then Turcott and uh, Cole Caulfield and just the brilliant play of Spencer Knight. It was an absolute... Fun game to watch, the gold medal game against Canada. And everybody was like, oh, Canada's so good. 19 first-round picks. Bull yeah, crap. I, I was one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it. Did you give us no chance? I whatsoever? gave them no chance. <laughs> oh, it was so awesome. And I even put this on Twitter. I was talking to the hockey guy about this, and he and uh, he was talking about, uh, the, oh, well, the stars are uh, the stars. The Team USA is up two nothing, and there's like five minutes left. And and I was like, the it ain't over until the fat lady starts singing. And he was, and then he put a picture of a fat lady singing, and he said, "Well, she's warming up." <laughs> she was warming. And, but honestly, when you looked at the game, it was like watching a stars game. It was really strange. It was a. Uh, it was it's very little. As if that style of hockey works. You know, I know. Right? Uh, you don't have to score five goals a game to win a professional hockey game, right? Although people would call that trap hockey. Trap hockey. Trap hockey. Yeah, defense. Defense wins championships. Shut up. Okay. So, anyways, I'm off my high horse. Spencer Knight, absolute great. Uh, he's he's gonna be scary when he becomes a Florida Panther. Uh, and Team USA, yeah. They got sixth place last year, and they went from sixth place to first place this year. So, yeah, baby, and it doesn't it doesn't help or hurt it that matter. you Canada. <laughs> it doesn't matter, but it's fun to rub Canada's noses in it. Although, did you see the picture on on Twitter with like with the team? Yeah, with the trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody tried to. I think they tried to pass it off as like a. What do they say? Like a barrel or something like that. Yeah, and everybody's team. Everybody's barrel. like, "Oh crap!" Team team barrel. crap. <laughs> so that, no, that was like, their mascot, the blue chemical barrel. <laughs> <laughs> and it no, it was a. It, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, it, uh, Team USA took a picture with the trophy with their gold medals, and on the left hand side of the picture, there's a <laughs> like a blue barrel. And it has a picture of uh, the Team Canada logo on it, and it looks like a trash can. <laughs> so, right. oh, it was awesome! I know, I oh, loved and it. Now, uh, it, Canada, or, or we have more. We have four gold medals, and Canada has three in like the past what ten years, ten years, 15 years something like that. Yeah. It's not well, now, <laughs> now, instead of Canada being so dominant lately, and just Canada. It hasn't just been the U.S. that's been, uh, you know, playing well in these junior championships. It's been Finland, too. Finns. The Finns. And you know who's in charge of Team Finland? 
The Finn? Mr. Yeri Littman. Oh, oh, that guy. 26. Yeah. 26. He was a pretty decent hockey player. Right. So and he knows what he's talking about. He was actually the one that uh, that told uh, Stars for an Office to go after Yoel Kiviranta. So that is, yeah. that is true. Uh, so go look it up. <laughs> Fact check me. I dare you. <laughs> okay. Anyways, Chris, you have your own segment too. Yeah. This is this is Chris's. You got to be kidding me. Chris, what are you going to epically rant about today? You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. I'll work on that. Okay. So, we have... Here he goes. How many power rankings did I have pulled up here? There's three power rankings. Okay. And two of them, the stars are outside of the top ten. Like, in the league. (laughs) Like, like they, they they were second. They were second. Right? Yeah, they were they were the runners up. Okay, and so in this one from MoneyPuck.com, they're trying to use some freaking smarts oh. and stuff. They're they trying to use some numbers, and their numbers apparently say that the Maple, the Toronto Maple Leafs, are tenth, and we are eleventh. I find that hard to believe. No. <laughs> <laughs> Money Puck, you're wrong. That's <laughs> Money no- Puck, you're drunk. Go and, home. But and like all these teams ahead of us, we've got the Islanders are ahead of us. We would wipe the floor with the Islanders. The the Canes. Apparently, you think we're worse than the Canes, but nobody else. Minnesota <laughs> Wild. We have been the Minnesota Wild's dad for the past five years. <laughs> they have been our sons. Okay, so stop. Why? Why? <laughs> Why is everybody being so stupid? Okay, and then here's faketeams.com. It's like, this isn't just one power rankings. There is multiples. Like, there's many of them. So faketeams.com, their power rankings, I think they just decided this. So some dude with a with a blog was just like, hey, this is what I think. They heap up the stars at 13th. 13th. Three. He put Calgary Flames ahead of us. We trashed them. We wiped the floor with them. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what an absolute joke. And then, so they're 12th. The Penguins are 11th. The Penguins have nobody left. All they have is a Crosby and a Malkin. That's it. Only only a Crosby and a Malkin. Oh, well, those yeah. are your only two players. That's not very good. And Jake Ginsel. Hey, stop talking. Guess Captain. who? This is my segment. <laughs> guess who's the number five? Who? Guess. Uh, it, it's probably it's somebody out Toronto Maple Leafs again. Why? They're so bad. Are you kidding me? I don't like. <laughs> I, I, don't know, dude. I don't know. They got Nashville ahead of us. Like they were. Now that one really doesn't make sense. Nashville at ten. He's like, be looking for a bounce back season. How? What are they going to bounce back with? Rubber? Like, that's the only thing that they have. They've got a bunch of pucks. That's the only thing they have. Okay. And so I looked at two blocks now. So now let's go to NBCSports.com. Oh, boy. NBCSports.com has the stars at ninth. This is a professional communications what? Guess who's number eight? Guess. Uh, oh, Toronto Maple Leafs again. I <laughs> Toronto. Who did they add? Joe Thornton. I'm pretty sure he's dead. He like he doesn't live anymore. Like, uh, and he's the, only 42. Oh, in hockey, he's dead. Okay, get who's five? <laughs> Flyers. They're not relevant. Who are the Flyers? They have not been relevant they, ever. They, uh, they were. They have a very good team. A very good team. The Stars were second. They went to the Stanley Cup Finals. Why are we ninth? Why? Well, here's what I think. I think it's because everybody thinks that our run to the Stanley Cup Final was a fluke. They think it's a fluke. That 
And that concludes You've Got to Be Kidding Me. Everybody thinks we're a fluke, and they're idiots. <laughs> okay, so this, this is, is what people... It's not going to have much depth to it. Sorry, people. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what people are... What I've seen about people saying about the stars and why and why they have them all low like that. So, first off, when you look at the people that we played... Okay, so first off, we played Calgary, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Calgary is up two to one in the series, right? Yeah. And then we and then we tied it, or specifically, excuse me, not we. Pavelski. The love of my life, Joe Pavelski tied it, and then sent us to overtime, and then uh, we won in overtime and tied it at two two, and then that was the end of that series. And so they think we got lucky and winning game four with that. And then when you look at the Colorado series, now that series, I kind of understand a little bit they what they, no, they, they were on their third string goaltender who was michael hutchinson yeah, michael hutchinson who was doing anything was their mckinnon and like and like i like, like i said like i called throughout the series mckinnon was going to get tired guess what happened he game got six he tired. got game seven he got tired he didn't game, have a point six, he was tired he only got one point which I consider a win when you're playing on McKinnon. So <laughs> the series went on, McKinnon got worse. The Dallas Stars wore him down because that's the kind of hockey we play. And then against Vegas, people think that Vegas is a good regular season team. The floor with them. Trashed. Trashed. Vegas is nobody. Trash. Vegas is nobody. <laughs> the whole hand motion, too. Trashed. Okay. All right. Uh, goodness, you got me all riled up now, Chris. Well, I'm right. I have a podcast and an opinion, so. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Just because we have a podcast, you have it and people care about your opinion, right? Nobody cares about my opinion, but I'm loud. So. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, we got a couple of... Uh, a couple of things to talk about with uh, interesting line combinations going on with the stars. Wait, wait. So you, so, so you agree with me, right? About all that? Yes. Yes. Most Good. of it is stupid, Good. especially the one about uh, Nashville being ahead of us. That's ridiculous. And Toronto, no. like four times. <laughs> right. Well, Toronto, I understand why they're like that because uh-huh. Toronto. And then, no, no. Listen, listen carefully. Listen before you start hinting. <laughs> It's because they have such a large media presence okay. in Toronto, I, I and everybody loves Toronto. Except, right? Me. I like, hate Toronto. like if you go, if you go and look at the Sportsnet uh, YouTube channel or like uh, TSN YouTube channel, most of the videos on there are about the Toronto Maple Leafs, yeah. just because they have so many. Fans. They're the Toronto okay. Sports Network, huh? They're the Toronto Sports Network. So right, right. Sense. Chris, you totally Steve dangled that. That was absolutely awesome. No, Absolutely Dick. awesome. He was me. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the line combos. Interesting line combos before we run out of time here. So uh, th- they started camp on Monday. So now you got you to gotta remember, this is without uh, certain players. Okay. So three players in particular. So Sagan, because of his hip. Uh, Bishop. Because of something. I already forgot. He's injured for a long time. And then Steven Johns. Because of his continual uh, headaches, we assume. We don't really know what's going on with him. But during camp, this are these are the lines that the Stars had. So for the first line, is really interesting. So Hintz and Garyanov are together, which doesn't really surprise me. But Ben is up there with the two of them. What do you think about that? I think that could be awesome. So what, what I'm hoping for, it's like we saw that heartbreaking video of Ben last season, which I still am mad at people for videotaping. But I'm hoping that he gets a fire underneath him and that he can really play really well with these two guys. I mean, I think him being somebody who gets in the right places at the right times, that could be a perfect fit for these two guys that just go flying. Because you see a lot when Gurry and Hintz are just flying down the wings, there's no one for them to feed it to. There's nobody behind them. There's nobody to get that drop pass to. So I think Ben could fill in 
awesome in that situation. I think that would be a really cool line. Two young guns. That would help a lot. Okay, and then uh, we'll, I'll do the obvious one. The FCC line stays together. Fox Como Cogliano. So they, they all get a year older, specifically Cogliano and Como. And then Fox is just a beast. He's an well, ab- he's one of the best defensive forwards in the game. Yeah, well, Cogliano is already, get, already getting tweets like, uh, I forgot who it was, but someone said Cogliano is forechecking at 120% this morning just in training. Oh, that's ridiculous. So <laughs> we love Cogliano's forecheck. And yeah, Fox has been great. And hopefully his face-off percentage just keeps getting higher. Now, technically, people would consider that the third line, but I'm almost considering that the second line. It's, it's a it's, second checking line. It's a third line because it's, it's a checking line. But they get more ice time. Uh, they almost got more ice time than uh, than the second line did in the playoffs. Because, well, I mean, the second line in the playoffs right. was... So if we're playing a team that has a really good first line and we want that matchup, we're going to throw them on there more. Right, I guess that's true. A team without as much skill then we're gonna not play them as much so uh the i guess our second line i guess i'll say the second line the technical second line is kiviranta uh justin dowling and radulov i don't understand this fascination with justin dowling he must do something right because jim montgomery loved him and so does uh rick bonus i guess yeah i don't know but I don't see him as a starter. I think he's definitely going to be on the taxi squad. So he's the one who's likely to get ice time if, when, someone gets hurt. But I don't see him an opening day starter. And then our fourth line is uh, Dickinson, Nick Camano, and Jason Robertson. So it looks like Jason Robertson may actually finally crack that uh, the opening night roster. So I'm very happy about that. I've loved every time Robertson has come up and played, I've really loved the way he's played. It's it's just really quick. He's really sly somehow. I'm not sure how else to describe it other than that. <laughs> he can just get around people and just get the puck somehow. But I really like the way he played. And then uh, we got our defensive pairings, which they look, you know, obvious from uh, the playoffs, uh, the COVID playoffs. You got Lindell and Klingberg, like I said, Haskinen and Alexiak. And I don't understand what NHL.com was thinking. But they were talking about Sekera playing with Haskinen. What? No. And then, is. Right. And, <laughs> and anyway, then... He would never and have then, said that. Yeah, that's true. And then their third pairing, they've got Sekera and Mark Pissick. So... It's Pissick? That's how you say it? I think? I have no idea. How, that's why I said Psych. <laughs> <laughs> it looks almost like Psych. But, yeah. Pissick sounds now, good to me. And then Sounds the like fourth pairing, and then the fourth pairing that they had was uh, Fadun and Hanley together. So that's not really a pairing, though. That's just we've got two more defensemen, <laughs> right? And then actually, for the first day, uh, well, for training camp, uh, Hudobin was unavailable because uh, first of it, immigration issues, and then he had to be quarantined in order to follow protocols. So for that first day of training camp, it was actually Ottinger who was the number one goaltender. And then he had uh, Landon Bow and Colton Point as uh, the two backups for the for that. So, yep, I think uh, I I really was starting to feel some of the some of the the sadness without having Tyler Sagan and what the what the line combinations would be like. But when I saw them release those line combinations that they're doing in camp, I'm really happy about it. I think those could be some really cool lines and really mesh well together. Well, and so most of y'all are probably listening and being like, wait, where's Joe Pavalski? Well, Joe Pavalski was not participating on ice that first day either. So my guess is that uh, with the second day is that he took Justin Dowling's spot uh, in between Radulov and Kiviranta. That is so what happened. Um, that yeah. is what happened? That's what I figured. So That's what it was. All right. So, Chris, I think that's it. You got we anything else? Yeah, we did it. First first uh, show on uh, 365 Sportscast. Sportscast. Yeah, yeah, baby. We're, we're on the radio. Ray, Ray, radio star. 
Oh gosh. Radio kills the radio star. That's copyrighted. 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 Okay. Thank you for watching or listening or doing whatever you did to find Starcastic Remarks. Find us on all your podcasting things and now on 365 Sportscast Radio. And find us on all your tweet birds and and snap snap books and all those. That's it for now. Was that good, Ryan? That sucked. <laughs> you absolutely picked it up. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, guys. We'll, we'll see you on the next episode.